Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. That Davis show, and we are lucky today. We are joined by Phil Otoshin. Otoshin, let me get that correct. Uh, Shane Marshall. Otoshin. Otoshin. Rhymes with lotion. I always teach people like Otoshin. <laughs> Phil Otoshin and Shane Marshall, the host of Keeping It 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. You can check it out Central Time, 730 on Wednesdays or Eastern for the people out on the East Coast at 830. Uh, great, great work. Uh, they've, they've had me on. It was a pleasure. I was just telling Ryan. Um, look, we're here in Chicago. You, the the, the Beardom is everywhere because being on their show, I have people from Canada following me. Like it's <laughs> they're following is strong. All right, this, oh, just yeah. to say the least. Also, to give them a little, to give them some props with some of the work that they do. Let's play a little bit. All right. Let's get that out there for the guys, too. Let's get that out there for the guys. Uh, But listen, this past week, uh, we had a clip that Ryan cut up and I was talking about Mac Jones. So that's the initial reason they're here. Talking about Mac Jones. And I basically was like, you know, definitely. I think Mac Jones is going to do well if he ends up in certain situations. I don't think he's going to do well if he ends up in every situation. Um, was kind of what I was leading with. And also, I don't know how I feel about him being here with the Bears because of Matt Nagy. Um, so that's what I led with and Phil came on pleasantly in my comments. It was pleasant. You didn't, you didn't come like, it no, wasn't an attack. I don't do a, that. Not with you uh, anyway. No, you can, yeah, you can so, actually blame me for that. I was, I was the one I'm like, Phil, look at our boy here. And he's like, Shane, oh, 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 I'm Shane. <laughs> Shane has this way of getting me so lathered up. Yeah. Like he'll point out Dan Pompey's take. And Dan Pompey and I are very close, and I gotta, I gotta tell Dan like, nah, Dan, I totally don't agree with that. <laughs> and then, you know, he pointed you out, and I was like, damn, Kenneth, I got a freaking gentle push, gentle push. <laughs> <laughs> so look, so look, let me, let me, let me, let me kick it off. Let me kick it off. Then my boy uh, Sean Davis from ESPN One Thousand jumped in. Mind you, I wasn't even by my phone, and it was like, what? what? Yeah. What's going on? Sean was scheduling. I'm like, Sean. Yeah, Sean was like, put him, was on on the the show, show. put him on the show, Put him on the show. He was on the show. Sean is a, a, a bigger brother of mine. He's a pastor too. Uh, okay. He's a, he's a sports fanatic. He's a sports fanatic. So we'll uh, bring so, him on our show. Oh yeah, definitely yeah. bring him on your show. Yeah. Uh, he's a good bro. He's I a thought good he was going to be here tonight to face the fire. No, no. But listen, I'll tell you what. I will do. We can't do that on here. All right. But uh, he. He would uh, he, definitely he would love to, he would love to come on. But anyway, listen. So this is my thing with Mac Jones. Yes. Um, uh, I'm first of all, I'm a huge uh, Alabama fan. So just like we talk oh, about are, uh, the Cowboys, we talk about the cap. Like, but my family's from Alabama. Yes, yeah. I was watching. I was watching the A game this weekend. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, it's on my DVR, <laughs> dude. A Jai Hall. Oh my goodness. Yeah. This kid's supposed to be a promise doing this right now. That was crazy. 
Uh, dude, it, Bryce Young, just listen, I'm I'm excited. It may not be this year, but the year after the Alabama, of course it's Alabama, though. Yeah. Alabama's gonna be put breaking heads wide open. <laughs> uh but yeah, I'm I'm a um I'm a huge Alabama guy. And I'll say this being a huge Alabama guy, I had questions on Tua. Um oh. just as I had I, I just, just really a lot of it one had to do with the injury history. Um also kind of how he played after that 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 championship game against Georgia, how he played against top-notch defenses. So I'm just letting prefaces with even though I love Alabama, I still kind of pick at Alabama players or whatever. I listen, I was a person a decade ago, like it it because he didn't it, it with Julio Jones at, at Alabama was like, I thought he could even be better when he was at the school back then. I didn't know when he got to the I thought it was gonna be dope. When he got to the pros, I didn't know perhaps he could be the, the, the football player of his generation at wide out. But anyway, right. I'm saying all that to say this. I feel that with the Bears one, that if they ended up with Mac Jones and one, I I would probably preface it that if they ended up with Mac Jones, I, they would probably have to move up anyway. But I would prefer if he failed to them at 20 um, just to give. I mean, I, maybe if they gave up, I guess, another pick, um, they need a quarterback. But the thing is, I don't believe in Matt Nagy in general. Um, and I definitely don't believe that Matt Nagy can take Matt Jones to another level. And, and, th- and there's also a question as far as this. And we all know when it comes to when it comes to first read pre-snap that Matt Jones is the best out of these guys. Only person that's slightly comparable, but you probably still put Matt Jones ahead of him will be Trevor Lawrence. Um, but Mac Jones played on the team with, like the dream team touring overseas. And I'm talking about 92 uh, team when it comes to the talent that he was surrounded by. Um, you're not going to have that talent here. You got five, I mean, three offensive linemen going in this draft. You're not going to have that protection. I don't think this is the situation. I actually believe, and I think them going high is an eye opener with the 49ers if they cho- choose Mac Jones. But I believe in Cal Shanahan. I, I, you're going to have to, Cal Shanahan's going to have to make me not believe in him how much I believe in Cal Shanahan. Right. And I believe that with a quarterback like Mac Jones, he can make. Matt Jones into a stud of if he's allowed to stand up right. But here, I don't believe that Mac Jones would flourish in this system with this team. Now, I'll say this too. That doesn't mean that I think that the rest of these quarterbacks can do it, but I think you're probably going to need someone that can that has a, a, a that has the ability to be off script, um, to bail to bear to bail to bears out because you you have a terrible play caller. Uh, and Matt Nagy, he 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 lacks rhythm. I was saying this to Adam Hogue on the Under Center podcast because uh, we were going back and forth about uh, Matt Nagy and his coaching style. And the thing that I feel when you watch Matt Nagy is he. And of course, since I got a, a, a rap, I used to do a little spit, and I never made it to your levels, Phil. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is, the the rhythm, like Matt Nagy, Matt yeah. Nagy lacks rhythm with his play call. You know what I I'm saying? Said like this for since he won the division, since he's been here. First of all. There's so much context to what you're giving setting up this discussion with Mac Jones. Obviously, it was your boy, Sean, that was instigating this. So I can take that out on him. The reality is I agree with everything you're saying with Matt Nagy in regards to where you're going here. He has no rhythm. His situational football, he's aloof. He's so lost in his play sheet. He doesn't have anything that counters what you've already established or done. And when you do establish something, he can't figure out his identity is number 32, who's an elite running back. And half the people in Chicago don't even understand just how elite David Montgomery is. Let me break in real quick. The first person that told me they're misusing David Montgomery and it's it's more about the line was Phil Atoshan. 
All right. The fir- first pro- I always you, give you your props with that. Any show <laughs> I'm you. on, I always point that out. You were the first person because I was like, I don't know. Shorty seems straight, but no, he's you could he's no, he's the top 10 running back in the yeah. NFL, period. You know what I'm saying? He's so that, good. Yeah. He's so good. He does things because of the deficiencies in front of him. And what you said, this Kenneth, you're a football, you understand the game. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of, and this is where I get upset. And I think it's a a disgrace on the media heads in Chicago. You could throw a name out there. And I'm not saying this because he's your guy. Adam Hogue is the one guy I respect in that room asking questions of this head coach. That's Shane will tell you we're the same way. Everybody, this soft ball stuff, there is a situation that's wrong. It's your left tackle, soft as puppy. You know what? I don't know if we can swear on this show. Go now, go get your, get your okay. swearing on. <laughs> He's soft <laughs> as puppy shit. You got an offensive line coach probably fighting with the head coach in regards to how they want to block fronts, which, oh, by the way, you fired and made a scapegoat of one yep. of the best offensive line coaches in the entire NFL. And here and now, here's David Montgomery having to deal, and I would compare it to a subway train, a subway station at rush hour. He's weaving and dodging things that are in the backfield when they shouldn't be. And he's so good that he's able to get a six-yard gain when he should have been loss of two. He's so physical and strong in contact, balance. And I break down the tape on our network. The tape never lies. You can see it on YouTube. I'm not just throwing stats out there. That's for all these blog boys. I use the tape to tell my truth. That's why I said when I look at Mac Jones, that's what we're going to get into. But I'm with you 100%. Matt Nagy, identity 32. That's your identity. I don't care who you bring in here. He's that good. You have to build up the offensive line, get it better, but you also need a young signal caller. That would be a disgrace. Here's a GM that has promised, you got to, it's the most important position in all of football. do it every year. I got to draft one every year. He's drafted one and he blew it. He missed Mm -hmm. on two generational talents. And I don't care what anyone says or who it offends. If the complexion of the skin was different, maybe it would have been different. That has been my story from this guy. Mitch Trubisky was my fifth ranked quarterback in that draft. Fifth. He was my fourth at least. I had Chad Kelly over Mitch Trubisky. And that's a true story. And, I I'll have tell you why I messed evidence up. to I had prove it. Kaiser, I had Deshaun Kaiser a little high in that draft. So I had him number one. I, I, had, I was a big Deshaun. But <laughs> wait, but I found my brother. You had him, right. I had him number one too. <laughs> I, I did. I loved him. But Brian him. Brian Kelly came. I'm I'm not a Notre Dame fan at all. I'm not a Brian Kelly fan. I you know, make that very, very public. He came out and I didn't listen to him. He came out and said that he wasn't ready. He and you, what you talked about, hey, situation always, always, always matters. It matters what team you go yeah. to, the situation. And is Chicago the perfect situation? Chicago is not the perfect situ- situation for Trevor Lawrence. Doesn't mean that I'm going to bypass him. You know what exactly. I mean? You have to swing the bat when you have a chance to swing the bat. We, Kenneth, you and I were talking a little bit pre-show 
And you can't be scared at that position because what are you going to do? 102 years, man. It's been 102 years. And I, you bring that up. And I had a guy come at me on in the YouTube comments after our show. He's like, oh, you're trying to push this 102-year narrative. Ever heard of Sid Luckman? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. So it's it's been 70 years then. You know, <laughs> who gives a shit? You have to you have to swing the bat. But getting back to where where uh, situation matters, I think at the time Deshaun Kaiser going to Cleveland, I think it was awful. He, I thought maybe he had a chance in Green Bay to learn under a, a good guy like that, but he he. Hey, yeah, he, that wasn't, was with he wasn't, right? He wasn't, was he there. wasn't mature enough. It's what it was. He needed to grow up him staying another year at Notre Dame probably would have helped him. But just like with any quarterback, it's all about projection. I love Trey Lance. Show me Trey Lance running a two minute drill. Can't do it. Do I love the attributes that he's got? Absolutely. But it's all about projection. It's all about projection. And that's where I, I completely whiffed. I had Mitch number four on my board, but where I whiffed, I had Deshaun Kaiser number one. And, you know, it is what it is, but getting back to Mac Jones, all, you know, the only team that can't out talent Ohio state is Alabama. You know what I mean? All these, these guys are all big boys. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be upset at all if the Bears trade up. I think if they trade up, you're talking about two guys. You're talking about Trey Lance. You're talking about Justin Fields. I think Trevor Lawrence going number one. I wouldn't touch the kid Wilson at number two. He's my he's my QB six in this draft. I think Phil's on par with me. I think Both that's on QB six. So listen, listen, real quick, breakdowns yeah. for, for everyone, for, for all yeah. the, the, the fans, break down why, why you, was, you both would stay away from Zach Wilson. Educate everybody. I'll go, go first. The reality of him is something I've seen before where his body structure and his size, mm-hmm. his physicality isn't comparable to what it is a uh, Mahomes is. So when people make that comp, look at these off kilter throws and athleticism, his body structure, his physicality isn't the same. Number one, number two, where there's evidence on tape that Patrick Mahomes, who, oh, by the way, was my number two that year, obviously Deshaun, number one, Patrick Mahomes showed pocket presence and awareness and plays that were delivered under Two seconds, getting the football, reading the hot route, going to the right place, leverage concepts. He had these things. Wilson is just too long in his diagnosis of what is going on. He likes to alleviate the pocket and make plays happen outside the pocket. And a lot of people get attracted a, to that. He's got a fantastic line at BYU. One of the, yeah. I mean, he's, you talk about guys that are getting drafted, look at the BYU line. And just to Phil's point that he likes to get away from that. You know, that's where people get away from Mac Jones. They're like, ah, he's a pocket, pocket passer. That's not a negative that's at a all. Positive that's a mind. huge deal in the NFL today. Don't, don't go there yet. Please. Oh, yeah. I'm saving go, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go, no, these definitely. bullets, these Mac Jones bullets are like, listen, I do the film work. So I am never going to attach my name as we build a network to anything 
that I haven't done myself. There's too many ditto grinders. Oh, what is Waldman saying? Okay, he has him four. I'm going to put him three. And that's how they do shit. And it's, it's disgusting. I know guys on ESPN that have jobs making millions, whatever they're making, and they're doing the same shit without doing the work. Trust me. I know. It sucks, but you got what are you going to, I told my wife, what are you going to do? These guys make a living off of just, what is Daniel Jeremiah saying? Matt Miller on ESPN. It's Shane has the story. Uh, what is it? Becton for the offensive tackle drafted by the Jets. Matt Miller on a Friday has him ranked 76. Sixth, right? 76. You ranked this guy. Yeah. This is your job. One up to right? 14th overall. Daniel Jeremiah comes out with his top 50 rankings on Saturday. On Monday, Matt Miller moved Becton all the way up to 14th overall. This is that kind of stuff that happens. You got to have your own. I have my own stance and I'm not going to move from. Obviously, things could move around because I'm I'm juggling. Like, do I like Hufunga, the safety out of USC? better than this guy and I'll struggle there, but I'm not playing this game of what does everybody else think? That being said, back to Zach Wilson, I just see a guy that just is not going to be ready to make it, you know, be the man. The Jets are going to draft this kid and they don't have anybody else and you're going to throw him out there and you're talking about it right now. This kid has talent. I'm not saying that. I, I just wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole because a lot of these guys see these big-time movement plays and athletic plays, and they don't see the struggles against Coastal Carolina standing in the pocket, not making the big-time throws that I see other quarterbacks that have this pedigree make. And he's just somebody that just – you watch, count it down, Kenneth. Anybody watching at home right now, watch Zach Wilson. Count three seconds. One, 1,000. Two, 1,000. Three, one. He still has the ball. That ain't happening in the NFL. That is not happening. And his arm is not as accurate as, you know, I want to see out there. That comp. The Patrick Mahomes comp. It's so, it's like one fucking throw on a pro day. And a pro day. Everybody's going ballistic. And and that's the reality. And I don't play that game. So, I know they, I respect they showed you Sam Darnold make the same play. Not it, it didn't go I got, quite the distance. I got Andy Dalton making game. that same fucking play exactly. in a game. I got yeah. I can show you that play. Andy Dalton whack, booting out, throwing to CD Lamb across the field, hitting him on the dime. So this is the NFL, man. Did we just have the athletic guy that can make <laughs> exactly. off platform throws and get out of the pocket that can't play in the pocket? Yeah, we, we did. did. He's in we Buffalo, in, signed in every, for two point five million to Mitch Trubisky. That's the exact thing that the New York Jets are getting themselves into. If you I have, feel like if you struggle to process, you oh. said it at the top. This is where this is where Mac Jones, Sean, contradicts what it is you think in Matt Nagy because he will overstep Matt Nagy's inability to see it. So now that's this where is, I disagree with you right there. Watch what happens. Watch what happens when you have a yeah. a, a guy that's able to understand. So, it's like, He's, have you ever been in a professor's class and you know they made a mistake? Are you the guy that says, I'm sorry, sir, that's wrong? Or you got to sit there, allow it to go and slide, but you know it was wrong. Mac Jones is an alpha. 
he is a mother effing alpha and he will go <laughs> kill 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 he, he, boom he didn't get the he was there with Jalen Hurts and there with with, with, with Tua every player and, that has played with all of them every one of them says I would play for Mac Jones over all of them and I have that it's a um, public, yeah, it's public. public. Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Rugs. If he's an alpha, he should have won the job from yeah. those from two if he's Listen, an alpha. If, if you're the alpha, you're oh, like yeah, the, but, but I'm just saying can, can if you're if, the alpha. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, listen, Alabama's got a lot of alphas that are backing up alphas that are backing up other alphas. That's 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 who you're bringing into Alabama. I mean, he's a five. Tua's coming in as a five star guy. Listen, you know just as well. I'm an Alabama, been an Alabama fan my entire life. Did you expect there was a lot of talk that Bryce was going to win the job? That's what I was just about to season. say. That's what I was just about to say. Stayed there, Kenneth. There I, should be a I, fucking check mark in his box for staying in the competition. No, no, no. no. I, you know I, I, how I, many I, of I, these guys would bounce? Whoa, whoa. That's a right? that's but see, that's a double edged sword right there. I, no. I I will put because you know what? In some situations, you may stay there and never get the chance. Sure. And you only have so many years to give film to the NFL to come and get you. Mitch. And so some in some <laughs> situations, like just like listen with Justin this Fields, we all wait, wait, let, me, let me finish. Let me finish with Justin Fields. It's no way Kirby should have sat there and used Jake Fromm over him. All right, like what the hell are you doing? You got you have to know what you need. You had that defense. You needed a better guy, a guy with a cannon that can, that can get out and get out to the move. So sometimes I'm just pointing out. I, I believe, and I, I get what you're saying as far as people that stay there. I do like the fact that he stayed there and he he got. I love that he he earned what he got from staying there. But in some situations, I don't think staying there is for every player because you may not get that opportunity. Let me say this though. You're talking about the New York Yankees of college football. The head coach doesn't play games. He plays the best. So he's going to do what's best for the team. This this fucking guy stayed in the competition and won the job, became a national champion, undefeated, has the highest percentage ever, a completion percentage ever in college football history. You're Come talking on. about a guy. I'm not. Who's the come X, on, who's, who's the Y and the Z? Who's? I mean, look, they were stacked. They were. It look, doesn't I'm, matter. I'm with was, you. Was it Deshaun Watson that much stacked? Talent. Was Deshaun yeah. Watson? He stacked? was. You know what? Was it's, Joe yes, Burrow yes. stacked? Yes, yes. I'm not. I'll say this much. Even though with Joe Burrow, I don't even think, and I, I know that they broke Joe Burrow's record with LSU last year. I would say the talent in Alabama compared to even that that LSU team. Now take receiver out of it, all right? Because LSU has studs at receiver. I would say that the, the talent in Alabama is 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 consistently but slightly higher than even that offense that Joe Burrow had last year. You know, I I, w- I would definitely say that. But uh, this is this too with the Bryce Young situation. We also have to remember with the pandemic. His, and sure. I don't think necessarily I, I know damn well that Nick Saban knew his best bet to win was to go with the vet. Right. But you're not going to tell Bryce Young coming in like you ain't got a chance to do shit. But do you right, think of course, that would stop him, though? No, no, no. This, this, <laughs> listen, even while I'm detracting from him with talking about the talent that's around him, it takes a superior person to execute at the level that he executed. So that it's not a knock that. You know, look, dude, he he he's not sweet. He's sweet, but there's limitations to the sweetness, I guess I should perhaps point out. But this is last my last point with the Bryce Young situation. 
the pandemic too affected who was going to be the starter. Now I, I know damn well that it was going to be Mac Jones because Mac Jones got the, the, the time to get out there when Tua was hurt, and of course Mac Jones and his affinity with these players. But I'm just pointing that out that that the only time that he beat out somebody was a freshman coming in compared to the two guys that was there before. I've been I played college football and I've seen competitions play. What position, Phil? What, what, what wide receiver, slot receiver, okay. and. I played with a bunch of NFL players. Obviously, I wasn't ever going to be a starting receiver. And I thought I was going to the NFL coming out of high school. But then you get to college and you get that wake up call that everybody's great. But I've watched the competitions play out and I see coaches pick favorites where I see better talent or I see kids that are in their playbooks. There is always that. I, I just know and respect Coach Saban to do the right things. And I know those players love Mac Jones more so than anything. And I think that he took his lumps. I mean, there should be an applause for this kind of uh, journey that he took. And then the tape doesn't lie. As our network says, the tape never lies. This guy is the most I haven't seen a passer this accurate since Andrew Luck. And that is the truth. Every ball. It's like, okay, I don't give a shit. Deshaun Watson had Renfro out there opens 24 seven. He had what's his Sammy Watkins. Mike Mike Williams. Mike Williams. He had beautiful talent. That's not what this is about. I'm watching quarterbacks fundamentals. His drop back, his footwork. You talk about, look at Tom Brady's footwork. That's why he's 43 playing in the league. You watch flawless. You watch Mac Jones, it's flawless. It's over and over. I get to the point where I'm like, I'm looking for someone to watch it with me. Like my wife doesn't know. And I'm like, this kid is so freaking great fundamentally. I haven't even talked about the. F- the fucking throw and throwing mechanics and the placement of football. It's like, beep, beep, Dante, beep, Dante Smith, boop, uh, Waddle, boop. It's well, you, just you're not sidestepping. A, you're not sidestepping a lot when you poo poo's at left tackle, though. You don't even get the chance to sidestep. <laughs> well, I mean, that's got, my you're thing. Sh- you're, he's Hell. taking shots. He's taking shots. That's what I'm saying. Shots. Like you know, he's he's getting blown up if he's Mac, in the backfield here. Mac Jones. Is taking shot. Don't give me this offensive line was so great. That guard number sixty five. I don't even know his name. He's fucking chubby ass. He's missing blocks against Georgia. The first play of the game of the first seed. You that watch happens, Mac that Jones. happens when you're playing at three hundred and sixty five pounds. <laughs> Mac Jones takes a shot to the back. He throws an interception. By the way, one of four, and on the season and. He's getting blasted. He picks himself up. This kid is tough as nails. Alabama's offensive line in pass protection isn't the greatest offensive line out there. It is not. I like oh, Leatherwood. He was not under. He was not under pressure often this season, Phil. He's it, under pressure. It was not, it was, he, no, it, he leads the a whole college football with passing completions under pressure. 
So Listen, anytime he's hitting well, pressure, you know the difference between the pressure, though. Wait, 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 wait. Of course, you, you can gotta sit watch there. The, I'm gonna break down I, I, his I, whole I, I tape. Watch a little tape, sir. I watch a little tape, sir. I'm just. I'm, I'm just not gonna say, put I watch, out a highlight. I watch a lot of Alabama. Wait, I, I watch I'm, a lot of Alabama football. I'm just saying that compared to a lot of quarterbacks, he wasn't on that type of pressure where you was like, man, this offensive line is trash. That's not the type. Of how many? How many guys in the in the college football me, playoff yeah. are under pressure? quarterbacks was, was Justin Fields under you know, pressure you, all the time I was going to say listen Justin yes. Fields was under pressure out compared to Mac Jones Justin Fields was under some pressure this year all right I don't just, know just, I don't Ohio, look the Big Ten wasn't the Big Ten really wasn't as strong as what I believed it was was going to be at the beginning of the year uh yeah there was there was a couple of times and I would say there was a couple of times where he proved to me how how strong he was from some of the hits that Justin Fields took um it's, 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 listen even if you look at Trevor Lawrence and sure. and Clemson I still feel okay. like the, the best, some of the best protection was from Alabama. Again, you're, you're still going to get through. It's the SEC. All right. You're playing against grown ass men when you're playing in the SEC. This ain't, this ain't North Dakota State, even though I love their left tackle reduns at North Dakota State. Um, this is, like you said, the SEC. And I'm telling you, there is a, a showcase in football called Throwing Mechanics. And when you're understanding pre-snap read based what is, on what it is you're going, you've alleviated the pass pro. You've alleviated pressure. He's getting open. He's he's allowing open pressures and standing in it and delivering the football because he understood pre-snap where the leverage concept was or what they were trying to run. There is a marginal uh, community of football scouts that are out there on Twitter and some and other places that understand pre-snap he's recognizing coverage and understands where he's going to the football. That should be an A plus right there because when you get into the foot in the national football league, every defensive coordinator is trying to throw some scheme to make you have to overthink or misfire. This guy is a student of the game like I haven't seen again since Andrew Luck. And thus, to your point, a lot of the non-pressures, he makes his offensive line look so good because it's one, two, three, boom, delivered. It's action game off of it, slide, slide, slide. The left tackle got beat. The right guard got beat, slide over to the right, and he delivers. We can't just look at stats and say, well, yeah. I look no, at the not, reality. We're not, we're not, no, he, we're not, his manipulation no, no. of the no, pocket, can I'm not at all. I'm just. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not I saying you. I'm, I'm not saying yeah, you. Right. I'm just. It's saying. just here. It's here because. But my thing is even with this. And of course, if you're if you're intelligent, you can figure out some things on your own. But the problem still is Matt Nagy supposed to be the person that raises oh, his worst. game up, right? And he that's, that's never where been hired. even so even fired. when and, and you kind of made the point that I want to point out, it's all about and we all know and I'm, Mac Jones is not Tom Brady because Tom Brady's a crazy ass outlier. But using him as the cop, we'll, we, we'll do that today. We know that that's basically how he wins all the time because you can't really trick him. But also, he was lucky enough to play for one of the greatest minds. And even I'll even say this. I don't really don't like Josh McDaniels, but even Josh McDaniels is a pretty astute when it comes to calling offenses. All right. But he's played. He, he's 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 he had that to help him. And he had a hunger. 
right? But you had someone that could also feed you information to grow that hunger, information that helped and benefited you. I don't think that's here. And I think that would be the problem if he was drafted by the Bears because they, 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 Matt Nagy can't do anything with this guy. He's going to need somebody that could go ahead. Kenneth, real quick. Wait, I want to say this one point. You can't alleviate the student and the best at doing it because your coach is the stupidest substitute teacher. That's that's wrong because the franchise has never had this at quarterback. They've never had a Russell Wilson who pre-snap comes out. He sees, oh, there's. Eddie Jackson down. I know he only comes down and plays this when he's coming. And it's that simple. So now we're going to slide protection there. We're going to run a choice route to the right. And I'm going to freaking hit the out route or I'm going to hit the curl coming over it. And it's over and over again because we, we can't punish ourselves because of the stupidity of the collaboration crew. And that's the reality of the truth. The, the Ted Phillips, George McCaskey, Ryan Pace, and Matt Nagy are so football dumb. They are. And the reality is they, they don't know football at its core. They draft potential, just like you're saying, potential. Here I'm telling you, this is a football player. This is a student of the game, and his mechanics are all there and everything about it. I I said, pen it in. Don't even pencil. He's going to Shanahan because Shanahan's the smartest motherfucker in the room that understands I'm getting a guy that he this isn't he ran a four, six, eight. This isn't five, one. I'm slow. You know, Nick Foles, this kid could move. That's what I wanted to say. I want to play off that right there, Phil, because I think, you know, not. Everything that's going on with Justin Fields, how he's getting knocked down and you know how that goes. It's just oh, it's the worst because of the complexion of his skin. And it's crazy. I think when you're talking about Mac Jones, I think a lot of people that don't like Mac Jones because they, they look at him and they say, oh, he's not mobile. He's not going to be able to get out of the pocket and make the plays. Fantasy football and, mindset. Go ahead. Yeah. And it's, you know, it comes back to when we were talking about uh, David Montgomery, there there's a, a whole contingent of people out there that go and look at his 86 speed on Madden. And they're like, Oh, this dude sucks. You know what I mean? And it's, it's never about that. You have to be able to make plays in the pocket within structure. Yes. There's going to be the times Patrick Mahomes ran for 495 yards during the Super Bowl. Did you know that? Next gen stats with him running around because the offensive yeah. line broke down. Yeah, 400, 495 <laughs> yards he ran for. Yeah, that was that was Mac that was Jones, hard. Mac Jones isn't going to do that for you, obviously. But all of this being said, Kenneth, where I think you're 100 percent right, and I think if Chicago had the number two pick in the draft or the number three pick in the draft, I don't think that they would draft Matt Jones because I don't think Mac Jones is. Matt Nagy's quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think what we've talked about leading up to this, I think it's Fields or Lance. And I mean, there's to me, there's there's much more risk with Trey Lance. I love the I love the ability there, but man, he's he's raw. Like I said, yeah. two minute he's drip. Sit. He's yeah. going to sit. That's yeah. it. Oh, but, yeah. but then That's, the problem with that is who's teaching them? So he's yeah, sitting. No, exactly. Who's, well, who's this is the, the that's what that's my point. 
This is the thing, too. And That's listen, I'm you don't have to teach this guy. If you've listened to oh, they all got to get a little education. Though, yeah, absolutely. Dalton, you've, Dalton, don't sleep on Dalton. Yeah, if you've listened to our show at all. Ever. None of us are Matt Nagy fans. And, but I will say this, and this is this is defending him. And I'm, I am going to say this. Oh, boy. He's got <laughs> no, he's got to have as you're listen. This plays off of it, too. I don't think. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Everybody keeps saying that they're on a short leash. I don't think they are. On a short we don't leash. believe none of us believe yeah. that. We we think this is Not at least the way two they're years. Operating. They're operating like they got plenty of time left. Exactly. Oh exactly. God. And th- this I'm of the other belief. Because yeah. I just want that into the <laughs> universe. See, you're not watching the tape, Phil. You're not <laughs> I'm, I'm admitting unless that these I'm guys praying. win two or three I'm games and the I mean the club <laughs> dub is these guys that. are snorting coke off. You know, hooker's ass and is plugged oh, up. Who knows? I'm sorry. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but damn no, it. I'm just Jay, damn it. Now you know I got kicked off Twitter. Jane took uh, cursing and ran with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you can, you, you can. can we're not live. You can edit that out. But anyways, but what I'm saying is, unless these guys win two or three games and you completely Mark Tressman like lose the locker room, they're here. So this goes to my point is. It doesn't matter. You can have the best offensive line in the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys, when Tony Romo was there. And how many playoff games did they win? I'm with you. You hear those crickets? Yeah, go ahead. For both of you guys, what are some of the flaws here with Mac Jones? We've been highlighting all the good stuff. What's the risks with Mac Jones? Well, it's the you have to you what we said, you have to bring up the mobility. You have to be able to make off platform throws because you're going to, he's going to see things in the NFL. The guys are going to bring, they're going to bring different, you know, they're going to bring stunts and they're going to try to get him on the move. And it's the biggest thing is the 17 starts. It's the same thing when you're talking about Mitch or when we brought Mitch here, it's the, He's seen a lot in the SEC. He hasn't seen everything yet, and he's going to see – you're not playing uh, – I'm trying to think of a, a doormat in the SEC. There's not like Kentucky. too many – Right. You're, yeah. not, you're, you're, not fa- you're not facing those every week in the, in the NFL. Yeah. They, Kentucky's got some talent in this draft, though, I will say. But, you know, oh, that, you're going to say with basketball shape. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, that's that's what it is. The experience is a big part of it, and I know this can get kind of outdated. But you hear Bill Parcells; he wants a guy with you know thirty six starts and 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 stuff like that. And it's you just don't get that anymore. It's actually pretty rare to to get everybody off of that checklist and stuff like that. But it's when you're coming in with seventeen starts. It's a it's a problem in the NFL because these guys you're not drafting Mac Jones at number three to come in and sit for a season or right you know there's people out well, there that tried are tried to do that with Mitch remember they said they were going to yeah put but Mike I mean, Glennon of all yeah, this is yeah. what this our is my general era. manager has is selling but they you might on. have been able to if they had Andy Dalton then yeah Andy Mike Dalton Glennon was is horrible is in a yeah. Andy Dalton is an improvement. Here's Mitch Trubisky. Andy Dalton is there, an improvement. Here's Mike Glennon. <laughs> this is Andy Dalton. It's, it's just, I couldn't believe, ask Shane when he texted me, dude, they're going to sign Andy Dalton. Get, get the fuck out of here. No fucking way. Pardon my language. Oh, you're Ryan. talking about, you said Dalton. Well, I'm Glennon. sorry, um, yeah. Mike Glennon. Rewind that. 
Get out of here. They ain't signing the hookers down to a minimum. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Glennon. Oh, but I'll say this, Ryan. The only I have not. I'm. Listen, Ooh, you love I you get, loving this man right here now. You about to say I don't have any. I do. I do. He's number the number two. Listen, I, we. I love this dude because of the tape. Tells me, oh, how many years have I done this? And I'm like, this guy checks all the boxes except what Shane is telling you. The those lack you of can bring, starts you, you can bring be, the arm strength you but that listen that's nah. that can be a yeah, i'm not worried i'm not, 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 not me either because his arm is strong enough his he arm does strong look enough. at tom look at tom brady when he came into the before. league versus tom brady when he was throwing you know no, he moon shots to randy moss yeah you can get tom, stronger there tom brady at one point had the nicest deep ball in the nfl for a guy that was known not to have an arm after exactly. after carson palmer got hurt had the knee that went because it was tarson palmer for a minute but tom brady's deep ball for a guy that was not known to have an arm was sweet for at least oh, yeah. eight years he was top notch that's top where your mechanic that's where and your mechanics come into play this kid's mechanic yeah, but he did ask barry bonds where did he get his stuff from too <laughs> <Yeah>. I <wonder. laughs> his mechanics I are great but one last point on this you to go to the hater i'm talking to you the troll that's going to hate mac jones for whatever reason because he can't scramble there is a coaching term, and I'll show it to you when I, I'm going to break down Mac Jones. In fact, Kenneth, you pushed me, or it was Sean that pushed me yeah. over the top and said, that's it. I'm just going to fucking put this video out, and I want Man. everybody to see. I'm trying to get it done by Friday. We got a big okay. show this Wednesday on keeping Who's it Who's going to be on the show Wednesday? Who's Wednesday show? night, we got all of these patrons, subscribers to our, we have a patron side, which is more in-depth coaches clinic, film study, Ryan. We break down the tape live. We break down these draftable players. We've broken down all these quarterbacks, all of it live with the all 22. We got a touch screen. It's really great. So we have Saturday mornings, me and my father, a former Hall of Fame coach, here in Connecticut, uh, we break down offensive linemen in the draft. So we've been going over all the offensive tackles except for the top two because I, I don't think we're going to get Slater or Sewell. No, or Sewell. So yeah. everybody else we've broken down, though. And then on Sundays, me, Shane, and Berlissimo over across the pond, we break down all Where's the Where's at? Where's Berlissimo at? London. He's in, in London. L- oh, well, he's outside. Shout out to He'll get all technical. He'll get all, all technical. Right. Shout out to he was coming for me to he was coming for me this morning. Oh, was, this was morning he? Friday. Oh yeah, he was oh, coming. If it was Friday, he he oh, came, he repped y'all. He repped you. He repped. He, okay. he came out. I had to pull a, the yamper out though. I had to pull the yamper out. <laughs> Another big Mac Jones fit. We've <laughs> never had consensus I, on exactly. a quarterback. Let's Phil and say I this. Tw- say twenty this. plus years doing this. Twenty five years I've known. We've this guy. never like I just t- I told t- told you about Deshaun Kaiser and he's like no 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 and he. You know that we've never had consensus. So we this, this year, and we year. have uh, Matt Carsonson. We call him Bears Nerd. He's the more he's analytic, our nerd. Yeah, more analytic based than what Phil and I get into. Where we pretty much do everything just off tape. We sent out a text, and everybody, you know, it was talking October about October twenty eighth. Yep, it was. It wasn't. Yeah, we weren't even in November yet. And to a man, everybody, and we opened them up. It was Matt, all four of us, Barelissimo, Cars, Phil, and myself, Mac Jones. That's the truth. That story. was, well, yeah, October that, 20th. That, yeah. 
that feeds into what I was kind of going to ask you guys. So we got Lawrence, I'm assuming, number one, and then Mac Jones. Who's that third guy, and how close is Mac Jones to Trevor Lawrence? I well, have Lawrence and Jones 1A and 1B. The only reason why I have Lawrence, and I'm I'm doing that fight that I was telling you about a Hufunga, the, the safety from USC with a bunch of these other safeties they have high. The Hufunga is just a football player. But anyway, Mac Jones... The more to like, I watched, I was cutting North Dakota State's offensive tackle, Ryan uh, Redunds. I was cutting his tape because me and my father are going to break him down. So I go through the all 22. I'm cutting his tape. And obviously, Trey Lance is there, the quarterback. And I'm watching, you can't help but watch, you know, the quarterbacks because we believe the Bears are going to try to trade up and get a quarterback in this draft that. That's what we all believe that Ryan Pace is going to do that. That's what we're going to be prepared for. So, Andy Dalton's not the answer. That's for I sure. just cut Leatherwood's tape from Alabama. So we're doing Leatherwood, we're duns, and we did what was the other tackle, Shane? This past did you uh, give Tevin Jenkins any love? Did Tevin oh, Jenkins? That's my number one we're tackle. Big fans. My, that's I'm my a big, number. I'm a Tevin one. Jenkins guy myself. Oh. Let's yep. give the dap virtual dap. There I'm a Tevin Jenkins guy. <laughs> yeah, also loves him I, Washington at night. I will fucking go on. I will yoke someone up and fight them for Tevin Jenkins. We don't Jenkins. have consensus <laughs> within our group. I, that's what I want at 20 if it's not a yeah, quarterback. Phil and I are both go. Jenkins hey, fans. That was a question was down the line. I know. Bro. I'm going to edit that later. But, but let, let Phil, me say this. the quarterbacks. 1A, Phil's B. 1A, B. Nah, did, did Phil's what? the what? sellout with the, the A and B. <laughs> Number one is Lawrence. Number, Number is two Lawrence. is Mac Jones. I'm, I'm at the and point. who's three? Wait, I wanted to finish my point on Trey Lance. I just w- broken down Leatherwood. He's, you're gonna make him one C, and then I'm like, going. "Oh my mother!" <laughs> Mac Jones, dime, 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 dime. And then you look at Trey Lance because I'm looking at Redunds, Kenneth, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" In the dirt, off, the, out of bounds. The Mitch Trubisky, like Shane was saying, he's so raw, and I really compared him to uh, Steve McNair. But now, I, you know, I've been waiting for that comp. Uh, but that, that I wow. stole it. I stole it from my dad okay. and Matt okay. Walden. Matt Walden. They, yeah, we had him on. They both said it. But I think that's. The, I go holy I shit. That, I thought, but I hope he doesn't sit as long as McNair did. No, 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 no. He won't listen. He, if he you're had moving to up one year. Yeah, you you're gotta, one, definitely one. Definitely one. Definitely one. It's all over the play, but he's so freaking strong and athletic. I could see why you're going to take this kid. But that's a that's that that's that's a naggy guy. That's oh a, my God, Matt Nagy with him is well. It's and it's worries about that's yeah. that's why I'm there. So that's to my point. One a I'm trying. I'm almost moving Mac Jones to one. That's how much I believe. Yes, he's not alone there. June I'm Jones said if he had the first pick in the draft, Mac Jones all day over Trevor Lawrence. I talked to Austin a, Carter Samuels. Same Austin thing. Austin Carter Samuels. He's a quarterback coach that, that works with all of these guys in college. I love that. He dude. goes, if I had the first pick, he's like, I would. I, I'm not sure anybody could talk me off Mac Jones. And when you're talking been, about you're talking I'm, about him being an out, not to go back on this, but when you're talking about him being an alpha, Jim Nagy, who runs the Senior Bowl said it took about seven minutes on the field. He's like this. There's he's like, I see dudes all day. There's just some dudes that are different. And when Mac Jones walked on that field, 
every player just gravitated towards him. He said he's different. He's an alpha. And you cannot undersell something like that in a senior bowl setting. These guys are from everywhere. You know, Devontae Smith is there as the freaking Heisman Trophy winner. Wasn't working because he, you know, hurt his ankle and stuff like that. But that counts as a lot. You know, I always bring this up and I'm, I'm not a Mitch Trubisky fan. Had a ton of talent. I lost all the respect in the world for Mitch Trubisky two off seasons ago when he stood up to the podium and they asked him what he was working on in the off season. And with a straight face, he looked at the camera and he said, I'm reading books because that's what leaders do. And I'm like, Oh my, what are you reading? reading What are your books you're reading about? I'm reading a book about being a leader because that's what leaders do. And I heard that. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. First off, if you're doing that, that's fine. Do I want you to go out there and say it publicly? No, because then you just, you lost me. You should just be a leader. You either Especially have it. That, it was you, that book about the, the rugby team in uh, yeah. South Africa. Africa. Yeah. I thought you were talking about that. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I thought we were going to bring up the Mark Tristman leadership. Book. Oh, God. Perseverance. <laughs> that's that. I have that book that in my Amazon thing, actually, still. I don't I think I ever to, opened it up. I, t- I talked to a coach today who said, Phil, Mac Jones is the best. College respected uh, offensive coordinator, uh, offensive line coach. I don't want to say his name. He's no, going to come name. on our show. He's going to come on yeah. our show, though. Oh, That's why. Did. He, yeah. When he comes on our show, you'll know, Kenneth. Very respectful. Like, yeah, I know what he's talking okay. about. But, but to, the, <laughs> okay. to the rankings, I have Lawrence as my – I mean, if I had the number one pick in the draft, I'm, I can't I can't move off Trevor Lawrence. I just – I've moved fields over Lance. I well, put, that's, that's well, so what I did. I Kenneth went, and I were talking about this pre-show, and I told him that's where you and I – I have – I would go Lawrence, I would go Jones, and then I'm going Justin Fields, number that's three. Where, I told I Kenneth, I don't know if you remember, I had told you before pre-show that Phil and I would be different there because I knew that I thought you were going to have Lance uh, at number I, three. That's but the first I was like, after what? I think that's the guy. If they're going up, I think that's I think that's the dude they want. I, I do. I, and listen, I do that was that was why. So Phil, the clip that you responded to, and also my producer has. I, sometimes he has to give more context to some of this. Even that clip was fine. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Part of this <laughs> is so that they come watch the show, not for context. You're right. Again, the that's why you. That's why you're an executive clip. producer. You're totally right, sir. I apologize to you, sir. Uh, we, but the, it is the real thing good, was. Sir. <laughs> it was Justin Fields was I said on there, I think the Bears are drafted Justin Fields. Yeah. That was the I think that was the title of the clip. I can't remember, but that was a title that I think how how it's playing out that he's gonna the Bears are gonna end up drafting Justin Fields. And I'm I'm in line with you. Me, this is a crazy thing. Me and Ryan have been Trey Lance guys for two years. I love Trey right? Lance. Like but... we've been Trey, but I I now I've said this on the show, the accuracy problems. Are, are, it, you can see it even. And, and again, I mentioned it. I think I was on your show and he, he did his first pro day. Yeah. And it was, dude, when you saw the receivers basically slowing down, yep. when you should change the direction, it was like, dude, it's your pro day. Like you come on yeah. now. So that it's going to take. So I have fields too ahead of, of Trey Lance because one together. feels it feels played this year, too. And the crazy part is this. 
Fields and Trevor Lawrence wanted uh, college football to come back, right? Yeah. If Fields doesn't play this year, there's a better chance he doesn't fall compared to actually playing this year. You know, because look, Trey Lance didn't even play, and yet people, some people, and, and as you're, gonna, you're saying, I believe, Shay, there's a chance that Trey Lance is going to probably just be off of his potential getting traded ahead of Justin Fields when Justin Fields has a lot more tape and played against uh, much better competitors. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, listen, there's there's a Patrick Mahomes upside there. No doubt. You know, when we were breaking down in 2017, I mean, this, it's on audio, video, everything. I said to Phil, I said, I love Patrick Mahomes. But with me on him, there was zero middle ground. I said, this dude's going to put up PlayStation type numbers or he's going to flame out of the league real, real fast. That's how I feel. I, I think with Trey Lance, I think that there's a lot of that. I think he's going to listen. Patrick Mahomes sat six. He sat 15 games his rookie year. And that's, that's important. He had a, he had a, a technician in front of him in Alex Smith. That that's important. That's where Andy Dalton is a guy like that that can help. I mean, Mike Glenn, the fact that Ryan Pace made the investment in Mike Glennon to be, his bridge guy. I just, he was never that ever, oh. never that. I th- I don't even think he thought he was going to be a bridge guy. He just, he was so cloak and dagger. He just, right. he was so caught up in that whole Toyota Camry, you know, right. Talk name, that talk, that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I it found was my Drew. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, I just, I look oh, at all this. Listen, God. there, I there's hate him. So, the upside with Trey Lance is ridiculous, but man, his Steve McNair is his upside. I mean, he could be that. He's yeah. so muscular, like strong, just the through contact. Flick of the wrist, flick it, well, and when he's we got that were, kind of. Sorry, Phil. When we were on Trey Lance, I remember telling this to Ken. I really liked him. Loved the boomer bust, like you're saying, Shane. Definitely felt that. But I was thinking he might be available for the Bears kind of like the teens or something or late first round right, right. where you would think a guy like that goes. Yeah. And now we're talking about you have to trade into the top five to maybe get a quarterback. Yeah, that's what we're talking. We're talking early on, like we told you guys, it, our conversation that we had, everybody yeah. with our network. We were praying that Mac in, Jones. Yeah, fell. we were talking about Mac like, Jones. We'll just pull the trigger big. at 20. We'll be good. We had <laughs> Paige Demacos from Draft Network on one of our shows and we were breaking down quarterback and talking about the whole thing and uh phil and i brought it up we're like we'll talk about mac jones and she you know just it's i'm just gonna tell you what she said she's like nah you know everybody here at the draft network you know this guy's this guy's a third round pick he's gonna get overdrafted and like boy we we didn't agree with we that at all. We hundred like, with her, Kenneth. Yeah, we did. We, we don't agree with that at all, we said. <laughs> yeah, we never thought he was a third-round pick. But at the time, we are like, this is this is going to be the consolation prize if we don't get Russell Wilson or they don't exactly. make the Deshaun Watson trade. You know, we'll be fine with Mac Jones slipping to 20. Now, <laughs> now that's not going to happen. Not a chance. I, not a chance. Yeah. I, will be, I told uh, Cars tonight, our buddy, Bears nerd, I go, please, please, God, let him fall. And I, and the only reason is, Ryan and Kenneth, is because I really believe he can be the penicillin to Matt Nagy's stupidity. 
That's the reality. That, I'm serious. Be, I love everything about this kid. I wasn't brought here to run the I formation. Well, that's, that's, that's what your personnel remember. dictates, asshole. This, so it, run it. Shout out to Adam Hogue at that moment because I get so, I tell my boy, Mark Grody, I'm like, Grody, get it, your nose in there and get after this guy because you I'll don't put some respect ever on Marco say that. Grody's name. No, put some respect on Grody's name. Grody is oh, my boy. That's yeah, no, Grody's my guy. My, Grody's my guy. No, Grody's my guy. I said, I He'll, texted him. I'm like, ask him about his there. next time you see him, ask him his first interaction with, with Shane and Phil. When he yeah. first got the Bears beat, that's my boy, man. We were on live talking about it, and I do a thing on our show called Dumbest Tweet of the Week, and we'll, we'll do the best tweet of the week. Right. And I'm like, Mark had just become the the bears guy you know when they moved the him sideline the voice yeah. of the bears on the sideline and I'm, so i brought him like i gotta give this new guy mark grody some some beef here because he's the bears guy and i'm like looking back at all of his tweets and he's not saying shit about he the bears tweeted about the bears yeah so four months i'm like geez yeah i think he had like six tweets in like three months and it was yeah. it was something crazy so well, we then got we, after him. Yeah, we had him on our show where we were at so we, the time. And the got guy him on the show, the, the moderator of the show at the time didn't tell me. So we're talking to Mark. He's like, Mark, I want to play something for you. So he played that segment where I'm he throwing Mark in the bad. fire. He this time we went at him, at him hardcore and to Mark's credit. And he's the first guy that Phil and I have dealt with that has done this. He's like, you guys did that. And that was like the best thing in the world for me. He's like. Every day I think of that. I, I got to do more. Your- I hear you guys and mm. totally respected respect him for that it. that guy more yeah, than we love anybody. Mark Rody. Yep. I, that's why cool I said dude. I texted him. a cool cat. He yeah. is the, he, it, how much respect do you have for somebody who faces the music and says, you know what? I got to be better. You're right. Because I have all these fans all over the world that love the Bears that want to see some nugget out there of the Chicago Bears and I got to do better and I love I have a, I made a song for him because that's how much I love him that's Dude, it. you got to get a hey Ron you got to get a song at an open man listen these guys these guys game is hard it's, it's hard over there to tape that blind hey I got a question for you guys if I can I want to hear Kenneth and Ryan off of these top 5 guys that they're you know saying that they can go in the top 10 who is your who is your next guy at quarterback? After the five. Oh, after the five. Because so there's the five. Is, there, Give him the is, five. Well, I'm, I'm probably saying. going with I'm going with uh what's the Stanford kid? Uh, yes. Dave, yeah, Davis yeah. Mills. I'm going with Davis Mills. I was about to say Miller. I'm going with Davis Mills. Jim? You know what I'm saying? That's good because there's there's fighting words that can come out of this, Ryan. So you're you're Ryan, gonna have that added pressure. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I like Davis Mills. He's definitely up there. Don't do it. Don't do it, Ryan. <laughs> Don't do it, Ryan. <laughs> do what you need to do, Brian. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do no, it. Don't I, uh, I want to like Kyle Trask, but I don't like Kyle Trask. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. We're not even talking about him. No, the, the whole worried about Kellen Mond. Mond. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. Kellen Mond. Yeah, he's no. not even on my radar. I like Kyle no. Trask better than Oh, Kyle. thank you. I like Trask better than Kellen Mond myself. Oh, I agree. Kellen Mond's got a lot of got a lot of traits. Kellen like Mond said, is a six round guy. Yeah. That you pick and you hope he gets on the practice squad and it clicks for him because 
These people, the same thing with this freaking pro day throws. Yeah, he's got all the tools you want, arm. but there's a there's a it's big like, hole in his in his toolbox. Watch tool box the tape. I mean, yeah. He's got a wide open receiver by eight yards. He's underthrowing it. It's outside to the to left. To me, like, if I'm Chicago, and I've said this to Phil repeatedly, it's beyond the top five. I think that I think I feel in my heart of hearts they're making a move for Lance or for Fields, whichever one that they can work out. But beyond that, you have those top five or Mills. And after that, yeah, you can relax. You may as well. After that, don't even waste one of these picks. No, I mean, you need to be. And I know we've all said this. that We think they have a more rope than what we expect as far as their jobs, as far as keeping their jobs goes. But if you can't get him, don't even waste it on one of these quarterbacks. Go ahead and yeah. fill another position with that. Yeah. Well, you what can, about like a six round flyer? They got four or five of them. I got yeah, a guy got from a Appalachian no State, App State, Zach Thomas. I just like this kid. I like his, you know, the foundation of where he is. I'm trying to get him on our show, Shane. I reached out to his agent to try to get it. He's Appalachian State, Zach Thomas. Check him out. Athlete. All the things you want. He he just needs needs to grow into it, get a little bigger physically. I'm telling you, he's played in some big game. He almost beat Penn State. Remember that? Uh, kid yeah. is an athlete too. He's got the things that Kenneth is looking for. Like he can extend the play very fast. He's got a good arm, not a great arm, but he has mm-hmm. great anticipation pass. Right. Stay away from Jamie Newman. That's another guy that's yeah. Been a lot we of broke Jamie Newman Newman down the other day. Sam so. Ellinger is a if you're talking Sam about Ellinger, guy is a guy that I would I would listen if they're in the Davis yeah, Mills. Or they even if they Davis move up Mills for is just, my number five. Yeah, quarterback. if they move up over for, Wilson, sorry. Oh, you got a lot of you got a lot of Zach Wilson to slay. <laughs> yeah, just, no, we're not. I'm just saying with the tape, with the tape. With the, no, but I've heard that. For, I, you're not the only person I've heard say these okay, things about good. Zach Wilson. That's yeah, you're not I mean, the first. Yeah, I've, I've I heard people that, put put the alarm out on, yeah, on Zach Wilson. I was listening to Greeny today. My God, this guy. I'm like, <laughs> but you, I can't, come on, he's a Jets guy. You know, I, he's I can't. I can't even take this guy. Is he really like? <laughs> don't analyze football. Stick to tennis. That's what you <laughs> should do. <laughs> I, I want to put this out there, and I think it's important. And I mean, if I was ever lucky enough to be calling the shots at Hallis Hall or for any team in this draft, if the Bears say the Bears. Draft night, go up to four, go up to six, seven, eight, nine, whatever, and they come away with Lance or Fields. I'm Ryan. To your point, you have those sixth rounders. I'm bringing in another guy. Back I I'm bringing too. in an, an Ellinger or somebody like that because you you look. I don't know if Ellinger will be there. Well, there, I mean, I totally agree. Yeah, you. I <laughs> this. You're never going to change. I always have to laugh and people are like, oh, no, build, build the team, build the team, build the team, and then go get the quarterback. Kenneth, you had a guy on your on the Under Center podcast today that essentially said that, you know, the Bears got to go offensive tackle uh, at, at 20, and then they can worry about the quarterback later. No, that's – your top three priorities in this draft are go get a quarterback, try to go get another quarterback, uh, try to move up again, try to move up again. That's – that's your top three options for me on draft night. You can't getting the quarterback later is why the Chicago bears get zero respect nationally because they don't deserve it because they're inconsistent. They've never had stability at quarterback. I mean, listen, we've had, we love our fans that follow us at 
TTM 100 crew. What up? Yeah, the 100 crew, everything. But Bears fans are so blinded. Listen, I love Roquan Smith. Love the dude. Do you think he would prevent me from throwing him in a deal for Russell Wilson? I'd drive his ass to Seattle. And I, I love but there's put him in Mitch's camera. Exactly. Exactly. But there's people out there that are I'm like, dude, you're worried about an off-the-ball backer when you're talking right. about Russell Wilson. No. You you gotta, you gotta listen, fix the you gotta you, that's most important. Matt Nagy can't come into play. None of the, you have to, if you see a quarterback there, you have to go get the quarterback and worry about everything else later. Because I will say this about the bears. They've been through a ton of turmoil. They've been through a ton of turmoil that's self-inflicted at quarterback, bringing in Nick Foles. And the, the thing about it is that drives me, they get talked about like they're a two win football team. They've been a 500 football team with all of the craziness that they've went through with zero stability at quarterback. And they still went eight and eight. Is that you have to give a little bit of love to Matt Nagy about that? Because you know what? The players haven't, they haven't yeah, turned they, on they, him. They haven't. They haven't. They yeah. haven't. There's, we had David Montgomery on a couple of weeks ago when we brought up, you know, his handing off on first down, he pops it for 80 and then he touches the ball 10 more times in the game. He's like, Hey, I don't call the, I don't call the plays. I just run them. But you could see <laughs> that it bothered him because he's a competitor and it's ridiculous that Matt Nagy would ever put him in that position. Dude, you have an 80 yard run. You're touching the ball 10 more times that game. It's just, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. That's the BU. Full, that's you're looking at this too much. Yeah. Than worrying about everything else on the outside. The Denny's diner menu. He's but so caught up in it. He's, he doesn't you understand. You got to give him the ability. If Matt Nagy gets his young quarterback, I don't want to say that Nick Foles isn't his guy. That's just that he was a quarterback that knew the system, all, blah, 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 all that stuff. I think that there's a, probably, maybe it's a slight chance. I think that there's a chance if Matt Nagy gets his hand picked rookie quarterback that he's studied and brought in. I think he has the ability to change as a coach. I do. Uh, that Davis show right now, lucky to have wow. Phil Otoshin or uh, Phil Lotion, but Phil, because uh, I'm going to get <laughs> Phil Otoshin and Shane, Shane Marshall. Uh, I want to Mar- say is that Davis show. Everybody puts Marsaw. that H in there. Marshall. I, yeah, I did it. I did it right the first you time, did. I believe. Marshall. I messed you up. I want to say. It's not. It's on me. I want to say this is that David show, but I should just say it's keeping a hundred with Kent, <laughs> me and Ryan are guesting. Uh, you know what? Uh, and also, always remember you can check these guys out every Wednesday, seven thirty Central, uh, eight thirty Eastern. Um, you see, they're full of full of knowledge and content. Always, I had a good time joining on with these guys. They'll be back here uh, in the future. Uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you guys about was how much is too much for the Bears to trade to move up for you. Phil, we just had this conversation, and I think, listen, it obviously it depends on the Bears get pushed aside. Listen, Kansas City went from 27 to 10 the year that they drafted Mahomes. So moving from 20 to 14 isn't – or to, to four, excuse me, if it's Atlanta, if, you know, it's – could be Atlanta. It could be – This is what uh, it's going to cost you. So let's just say it's Atlanta at four. Mm-hmm. you're given, obviously you're given number 20 overall. You're given your 2022, 
you're given your 2023 and you're given a 2022 third. Okay. If Atlanta said, if Atlanta called Ryan Pace draft night and said, that's the deal, you have 30 seconds, non-negotiable, I would sign immediately. Yep. I would. I would too. I hope that that would be about enough to where I would, I would want to go. What about you, Phil? Uh, I'm all in on, I'm not the uh, capologist. I'm the fuck a cap guy. Cause I believe it is manipulation and collusion. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. But it, it still matters. Too. I, it doesn't really matter because they can manipulate it. Again, it does, but it really doesn't because they can. If there's a player that you want, you can go get him. But exactly. No matter what, they can get anybody they want if they structure it and there's a mutual interest. Now we're going to push that money in the future. But when it comes to draft capital, a lot of people. uh, Oh, my God. First round picks. Oh, my God. For me, no, because this guy has shown me he can't make first round picks. So hopefully Matt Nagy, you as much as I, I hate this, Kenneth, I hate even saying this and putting this into the universe, Ryan, in Arizona. <laughs> 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 the fact of the matter is, if this coach has identified the quarterback that he wants is there at four and he's willing to trade what Shane is, then that's what you got to go with because it's, the, the it's key not is fantasy fu- football on NBC Sports. You want to get more of the future picks because where it's vital, where it is critical, is you have to try to construct a deal where you keep your two and your three this yeah, year. You've got to get that offensive line. You have to. Yeah. You and this have is a to, deep tackle draft. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. I because love if you, the tackle. If you're going, if you're going Justin Fields at four, <laughs> I, I, I don't care about a, I don't care about a cornerback. I don't care <laughs> exactly. about a wide receiver. You. You're going you. offensive line, and you know what? We We're did all on the same page. I'm I'm not against them doubling it up on it. I was about to say, round. go get another. Go get yeah. exactly. another third round. Get a fucking yeah. center too, right there in the sec in the third round. Get the best center. If they ca- if they came away with Justin Fields and uh, Jalen Mayfield, Jalen Mayfield in the second round, and then, and then uh, Creed a, Humphrey and and round three, if he was there, in the street. Oh man, Creed yeah. Humphrey. I won't like bring it up again, guy. but we'd be doing that club dub thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely will dance. If that was the draft, I will dance on the show because we're going to cover. That being said, I think draft going to go a lot higher than round three. But that's the that to me is the blueprint. If you can come away with two offensive linemen and you're in a, and a quarterback like that, but you're you're pushing away future assets. Phew, sign me up today. So wait, real quick, Phil, Sam is yeah. not the answer at center. Listen, Sam Mustafer came in and showed me the disposition to play the position. However, he's sloppy and out of shape and not physically uh, strong enough at the point of attack yet. That doesn't mean I know he's working with Olin Krutz. So is my boy Dieter Eislin, who has the right temperament. Have you ever heard of Dieter? He played at Yale. He -hmm. became an All-American offensive guard at Yale. This kid's disposition, he played organized football for one year, got a full ride, 
to Yale. He went to Cho Rosemary Hall here in Con- right the next town over where I grew up in Wallingford, Connecticut, where Angelo <laughs> wow. and went from Cho to Yale became an All-American offensive guard, but COVID happened, so he wasn't able to play in preseason. But his tape and his athleticism, yeah. he, was a, your, he was a rugby player, a star re, rugby Remember player. that I name. I, remember seen, this. I think I have seen his story. Remember that he name. Came on our, he rugby. came on our show. Yeah. Okay. He's working been with working Olin Krutz. They've been working out Alex Bars, on the interior. Sam Mustafer, and they've moved Dieter to center, which I am excited about because – Dieter is here. He's a dog. graduate from Yale, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. here as well, being smart, he's a fucking maniac. I'm telling you, this guy has the disposition. You gotta to see like, this dude's hands, biggest hands I've he, ever seen in my he life. He has his hand up against the logo of my shirt here. It's the whole logo. It's his it hand. Looks. I'm like, holy. It doesn't even look. I'll send normal. you the picture. So okay. You can see. Okay. It. You gotta see. He's, he took a picture of him wearing our our hoodie and his hand is up like this or something it's and it's nuts. the whole bigger than the logo on the sweatshirt yeah. i go look at the and his the fingers look like uh, chicago so, sausages, sausages. <laughs> sam mustafer is worth moving forward with but he can't. exactly S- sam mustafer no. isn't good enough to prevent you from exactly capitalizing you, in the draft. and that's what chicago is. has done chicago has always said you know like i love oh. darnell mooney don't get me wrong but Darnell Mooney even isn't going to prevent me from adding oh, another. Hell, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's, Definitely. That's exactly. where Bears fans are so. Oh, we already got it with David. because yeah, oh. Oh, we got Darnell Mooney in this draft. All. Listen, in this draft too, you yeah. take a flyer on a no. You you no. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm trading the name down. Write the name down. Jalen Darden, North Texas Just wide write, receiver. Write it go down. Go check and, that dude out. And, and magic marker, double it like rainbow it. Jalen Darden, the kid Ooh. is an unbelievable talent. Nuts. He worked with our guy, our friend of our show, Rashad Whitfield, the footwork, footwork king. king. Uh, Darden out of North Texas. Check this kid out. He's actually in the rap video that I'm producing. I put a clip of him because I want people to see this kid. I'm like, he jukes the crap out of this DB. Like, <laughs> it looks like a uh, young Wes Welker. Just and the guy just fall. Oh my God. I'm like, this kid is going to be a star. But yeah, what was that? Uh, Mustafer. I, I want Sam to do good, but Deshane hit it out of the park. That's exact. This offensive line needs some personalities that are mm. alphas. <laughs> we have the personalities. Yeah, we don't have the guy that's pointing the finger in the freaking Packers face and get. This is football. This isn't freaking soccer. And let's give everybody an award after we've all played. We need some dogs out there. And the last time you did have dogs. You won. You had Reuben Brown, Olin Krutz, John Tate. You guys were able to run the football pass. Yeah, I put Fred Miller in there. For you to talk Big about Fred Olin. taking black eyes. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about that this morning, ironically. Roberto Garza. You had right. dogs. They were. You knew at least you're going to go out there and you're going to be in a fight. Without this line, I mean, as bad as the quarterbacks played, this offensive line's attitude alone in assignments has been bad. So we did a mock draft, Kenneth, real quick. We, mm-hmm. you know, all the quarterbacks went off the board. So we ended up taking uh offensive tackle, uh, Eichenberg, 
with the 20th pick, or we traded back. We again ended up getting yep. a, another second. We took Eichenberg at like 28. Then we took Leatherwood in the second round. And then we took Creed Humphrey with our second, second round pick. We had three offensive linemen faces and we, we rebuilt that. And then we ended up getting a quarterback in Davis Mills. In the this third was, round. Yeah, this was, was a few weeks ago. But he's not that's how we three. attacked the draft. So this Wednesday, we're going to have all these patrons, Kenneth, on mm-hmm. Keeping It 100. They're all going to be a GM of their team. They have three minutes. They're going to come on live on the air, the whole nine with me and Shane. They're going to oh, make dope. their selection for the for the you know the Jacksonville Jaguars we're going to ask why they did it fans are going to be grading it we're going to have grades so hopefully you tune in check in maybe we'll pull you on the show to give your thoughts on the bears pick cuz we have a special uh guy selecting for the Chicago Bears one of our patrons Spencer Strong I remember when you were on and we were doing shout outs we dedicate our shout out segment to his his family but his son is struggling uh he's a toddler here with brain two years old he's got brain cancer brain cancer so it's been up and down for this family so we always have the spencer strong segment so his dad's coming on the show finally and he's gonna make the selection for the chicago bears i hope he don't mess it up so i told him i said we understand what you're going through but these fans these fans will still come after you bro definitely definitely and it's funny just even with that just want to give people just a taste of what these gentlemen do uh and how them and them and their collective uh it's definitely it's dope um just from the little time just from it's definitely dope it's huge too guys if y'all y'all it's big all right you may not think it's big. All right. You see some of the guests who they get. You see the connections that they have. Uh, listen, to be honest with you, I have about five questions, but you guys have kind of answered them already throughout the chat. So what I want to get into now is about you two. Like one, how did you guys come together? You know, how did this all start and why did it all start? It started way back in dial up. Bear report Report used to have message board way back in the day. Remember the Bear Report magazine? (laughs) AOL Instant Messenger? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We're talking about that. Aim, baby. You're online. Yeah. (laughs) You are online. Put it this way when you go into the Bear Report forum, there used to. The banner was Rashan Salam, so that was that was how long. It, and I was a yeah. huge Rashan Salam fan. I, I, I was so too. happy so when they drafted him. <laughs> yeah, he fumbled but a lot, but that's yeah, where we, we met on a, a message board. Yeah, and we then another message board happened, and I was at Hofstra, and I, you know. I grew up a Bears fan because my father was a football coach. He's like, "What position do you want to play?" As it, you know, when you get older, I said running back, and he popped in this VHS because my uncle was the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Sam Ritigliano, and you know everybody's like, "You live in Giants and Jets country." There was not a fucking single. I knew one kid, kid's family was a Patriot fan. Nobody was Patriot fan here in New England. That's the true story back then, <laughs> and and everyone was Giants and Jets fans, and. And my dad, you know, the Browns and my uncle, other 
my dad's teammate, Larry Pasquale, was coaching with the Jets. So everyone was trying to make me something. My dad, to his credit, was a Giants fan. He didn't put that on me. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is? what do you want to play? I said, running back. He put on the table. It was Billy Sims, Tony Dorsett, Franco mm-hmm. Harris. I remember. And I go, third, I, was in, I was just going into the third grade. I said, Walt, that number 34, he's like, that's Walter Payton. He plays for the Chicago Bears. I I became him every time we played kill the man with the ball. And, you know, I'm Walter Payton. And and that's how my loyalty just, just grew from there. Just the Bears, Bears, Bears. And then everybody in the Connecticut knew, or my town, I knew everybody because my dad was the head coach. And our, our high school football team, that's the colors. Look. Right there, that's my jersey. Let me me jump in real quick. Six degrees of separation. Do -hmm. you know who's a business partner and also a co-host with with Jared Payton? No, Sean Sean Davis. (laughs) Six degrees of separation. There you go, Sean. (laughs) They're they're buddy. They're close buddies. I I was supposed to on the old network meet with Jared because I loved his father. I actually ran the Walter Payton Hill. They made this big thing and. This freaking guy screwed us over, but that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> then that, the message boards, that's how I became a Bears fanatic. So I'm at Hofstra and I'm like, holy shit, you can get online and read about your team. You know, the computer, now internet, Chicago Tribune. I would go every day to the computer lab to read the latest on the Bears or whatever. And that's where, oh, I now I can go into this message group and there Shane was again. And he's like, you got to come over to this other message. And then we were there. And that's where we met our other guy, Cars. And it grew. And then I started writing and doing this stuff. And I wanted Shane to do it with me. And I'm like, come on, you got to do it. He's like, no. So I ended up begging him to do it. And I'm like, let's we're going to do a podcast. Because he didn't want anything to do with the writing and that's where I was going at first. And I saw the light. I'm like, fuck writing. It's podcasting. So I ended up stupidly going to USA Today for a quick minute and doing Bears stuff with Bears Wire. And then I came back to podcasting. Shane had already got his feet wet. And then we started building something special there at the old network. We don't even name this network because they screwed us over over there. So what ended up happening, we built this huge fan base to begin with in this old network, Kenneth, and the guy screwed us over. That's a true story without the details, but I'll just take it on my word. So Shane and I said, you know what? We're going to pick up and do what we're going to do and build our own network. Shane, to it do it our way. And to Shane's credit, he's like, dude, you do this video series, Draft Dr. Phil's The Tape Never Lies. It gets 80,000 views. <laughs> Let's call our network The Tape Never Lies Network. I go, yeah, that is a great idea. He's like, why do you think they call me the smartest man? <laughs> <laughs> so September 1st, 2020, we kicked off The Tape Never Lies Network. The old network deleted all my work, Kenneth, all those years of work that we did. They screwed us over. They could try to play it any way they want and try to save face, but that's the truth. So it left a terrible taste in my mouth 
And uh, Shane and I built this thing up from scratch. I do the tape breakdowns. We do these live shows. We have a patron side and we do live shows there. So how does how can someone get to the patron side? Real it's www.thetapeneverlies.com. So all one word, the tape now will take you to our patron. There's a seven dollar a month subscription. It turns out to be what, 23 cents a day. But you're getting all this live content as well as all the content that we put out there privately. These coaches clinics and these film breakdowns using the tape. Obviously, the uh, drawing it up. Barelissimo does a lot of that on his side with the touch screen. I if if somebody's you know new and just learning, I do the every week I break down the offense on for free on the YouTube side of the quarterback, the offensive line, the running back. And then on the patron side, I do the offense and the defense and I break down both sides. So everybody gets so it's almost like 40 minutes of me quickly going through this to hip hop B. I do it my way. I don't do it like somebody else. Slow. Can you imagine this dude talking for 40 minutes by himself? <laughs> I'm sure you guys got to be shocked, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I bet it's yeah. Hard, right? <laughs> hey, I do it over the tape and I'm breaking it down. I actually talk very fast in that, those things because I, I do it all in one takes. I have to watch the play, say it, go to the next play. It, it takes a long time, obviously, to cut up tape to show. I've I call myself the narrative crusher the notorious draft doctor Phil, because I've, I've saved so many people in arguments about Khalil Mack. There was a narrative that he sucks. He's overrated. And I just put out a tape and said, fuck you all watch and, and watch the tape. And here he is just destroying game plans all by himself and not hitting PFF's grades and scores because he's not on the stat sheet, but he's totally taken over and helped his team in a team sport so that's what i do and shane and i use our creativity we do all original music on our network hip-hop and parody songs and a lot of fun it's an adult show every wednesday night keeping it 100 nothing as you heard shane with the hooker <laughs> nothing is off the table that's there. like an inside thing that we've been saying i should have known better but that's like a thing we've been saying for years on the, on the stuff little, yeah. little 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 listen we you don't look down on anybody them? if you yeah. want a little little blow off of the hooker, <laughs> yeah. business. no judgment here. Grown up. yeah this is a no judgment zone right that's here. right right <laughs> so we have a lot of fun over there our wednesday night show as you said we have the hundred crew I can't thank them enough. And it's all over the world. It's been overwhelming how people are so proud of where they represent the Bears from Brazil to the yeah, it's uh, crazy. The it's Netherlands. Crazy. And then you just told me Berlissimo's in England. He's in England, yeah. Dude, we, had a, we had a guy from Korea come on the show with us. There was a dude in Afghanistan, people in Kuwait, and I'm like, yeah, Kuwaitis. We had a guy fans in Kuwait. In Japan. I'm like, got a lot of stuff to Remember, worry about there. Mike, my boy, <laughs> Mike, about the Bears, you know, my boy Mike in Japan did a dance, a victory dance for yeah. us after the Bears won a big game. It's crazy. So we also do a live post game show during the season, which is that's probably our biggest show because everybody up. checks in to see what yeah. I'm gonna freaking rant about because Two, I 3, throw down people in the chat room live after. It doesn't matter if they win or lose. It's it's, it's crazy it's fire. So it's called Bears Hour Live. 
That's that show right after the whistle blows. It's like, okay, you ready? And I'm like, I go into a zone. I'm like, just introduce me. And then I just fire away. Our wives and families don't see us during the game. And then as soon as it's over, they don't see us for another two hours. Or BHL. <laughs> That's it. My wife, my, my wife has learned now. We're, we're saving for Disney. That's what I keep telling her. Right. Tell her, <laughs> we have tell those her. twin boys. I was like, okay, but we're saving for Disney, honey. That's what we're doing. So we get, Phil and I have known each other for so long when we, piss our wives off they always say well why don't you go talk to phil why don't you have him go break down that tape yeah <laughs> why don't you break down the tape chain oh my goodness wait wait, wait. also too uh now you was talking about a rap career too. All right, oh so uh, wide out, break down the rap career before we get out of here, man. Right. One thing I have noticed is that you love hip hop. I love right. hip hop. Yeah, you I love say, hip hop. I'll say this. Uh, Tell them who you opened for. Tell them, then that'll legitimize it right there. I I opened up for De La Soul, uh, oh. Tribe Called Quest, Special Ed. I opened up for. So I was. Let me. 1992, uh, 93, I, you know, I, I was playing football at Hofstra University and the seniors, instead of initiating me, they heard that I rapped and they're like, oh my God, this little Italian kid can rap. So they wanted to embarrass me. It was Halloween night during that season. I was a freshman, so it was 92. And uh, they threw me on stage with this reggae band, this live band. Now, I had already tried to, I had a rap group in high school. I started rapping in middle school. You know, I went to the Long Island football camp. I met Heavy D and I played against Heavy D. He stuck me. I was a freshman. He was a senior. <laughs> Heavy D. We played at Money Earned in Mount Vernon. And I was hanging out with these guys and they were just, you know, all about the beats and everything like that. And I was cooked. I just loved it. So anyway, I, as I got into Hofstra, I, you know, football, that's it. So they pushed me up on stage. Long story short, I perform. I asked the guy, do you know Sade's sweetest taboo to this Rasta man? He goes, he, he just took the bass and played the bass line like it was nothing. So now the drummer gets into it and I'm telling you, son, adrenaline came into me and I just tore up the house down. Like everybody couldn't believe it. So after there's all these A&R reps at Hofstra, they had a, a, a nightclub on campus. So it was huge. I'm talking, it was the size of like two clubs Okay. and they had two bars. It was crazy. And they had a huge stage and they had, Oh, KRS One would come up there. So many artists, Weird Al, Madonna even came up in there. So it was a huge stage. I performed. I blew it up. I come off the football teams throwing me up and down. I get it down, and I this I call the crossroads. I these three A and R reps or whoever they were telling me, give, giving me cards. Like you got to call me. You got to call. And I took this one card, two cards or whatever. CNC Music Factory dude was one of them. The other one, <laughs> the other one was this kid, Tic Tac. And Tic Tac lived down the street. He had a, he was known that he was a producer 
to Public Enemy, mm. uh, Professor Griff, uh, Black Mob, us. Uh, main source, I guess, had some beats with it. So he was telling me all these groups, leaders of the new school were working with him. So I was like, okay. So I go over there, hit it right off. We became such close friends. I start performing, blah, blah, blah. I'm giving you the long story. I'm sorry. I sign, we get a, we do a, we did a demo. Now at this time I, I had a radio program at Hofstra at night. I was going for communications and it was hip hop and sports. So I would just play hip hop music that they had there. Those huge. And they had the freaking thing that you put in. I forget what it's called. The track. And you would play the commercials and the movies. They would send them to you. And then you'd come in and I learned everything on the go. And then I started getting kids demos and I was playing them. In fact, I was the first person to play, uh, Jesus, Wu-Tang Clan's album over mm. the radio. I was the first person to do that. I played their demo. A friend of mine, uh, Tito Torres, he was a quarterback at Nassau Community College. He ended up going to the University of Miami. He gave me their demo. I played it on the air, and everyone's like calling the station, like, who is that? So anyway, I'm doing my thing at that point. And I respected everybody. So I wrote these two songs. I blew it up there. I was shot day and I carried that. And I went to, we got signed. I performed. I, 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 uh, the A&R reps loved me at this record label. That was an offset. I forget whether they were like Atlantic records and G street was under them. It was something like that. I don't even remember. So the story goes like this. They love me. I'm performing. They sent me out to try to see how audiences would handle me. And I would kill it all the time. It didn't matter who was in the audience. I went to an all Jamaican club in Queens and I just blew it up to the extent where the headliner was Rumple Tilskins. I don't know if you remember them. Uh-uh. They had one hit. They should have led with their hit. They ended up going after me. I played, I did one song and the whole crowd started chanting my name to come back. And what this, was your name? What, what, what was the rap name? MC Fulfill. MC okay. Fulfill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> MC Fulfill. So fulfilling, people will be yelling fulfilling. So that kind of stuck, but I went by okay. MC Fulfill. Anyway, so I signed with G Street. I was helping PM Dawn. Do you remember them? Baby, you send me? Yes, I remember oh, yeah. PM Dog. Baby, you send. <laughs> that was my jam. Don't, don't I, I, I was in there with them, helping them. I was like, listen, you got to use the whole. Uh, anyway, it's a lot. Me and you will have to catch up on that. Okay. Because, right. So I, they sent me out, tested me, signed me to a single deal. Remember the double cassette? You got one side mm-hmm. and a second track on the other side. So th- that was the deal. We signed that on a Friday. I was with Tic Tac. He was setting up all these performances. He knew everybody. Q-Tip told me, you're going to be the, you're going to be the the next, whatever. I'll never forget it. Backstage, I blew it up. And uh, this dude, Tic Tac, took the advance money, gave me $2,200 or 2,000. I forget what it was. It was the most money I ever had in my hand on a Friday. And we we're going to go because the advance money they give you and then they you have to pay it back. 
to go record in their studio because we had the demo. He had this studio at his house, but this was 1993 or two, 93. So they want it done in their studios down in Broadway. I'm like, all right, next week. I told the coach, I gave up my spot on the football team and everything. Cause I was Ooh. going this way. I had to tell my father and everything. It was crazy. And, uh, What's your father say when you told him? Uh, he was disappointed. He's mm-hmm. like, I want you to stick with football. I know you love this, but that'll always be there. You'll always have, you never, so he tried to talk sense into me. And uh, I was convinced that I was going to make it everybody. And I, I performed and I, I just felt really good about it. And uh, this dude took the money and bounced to Trinidad. I never saw him again. So we were, there, we were there on the cusp of a Friday, Manhattan. I'll never forget it. Who ended up going to some restaurant down there afterwards celebrating. He His family was close to me. They lived down the street from Hofstra. I never saw him again. I went to the house. His mom's like, you know, she was from Trinidad. So she spoke broken English. I don't know where he is. Like... And I, I couldn't get a hold of him. I, he just bounced. So the record label then coming after me for all this money that they gave us in advance. And my father ends up having to get a lawyer Damn. to help me with that. So it soured me on the music industry. I ended up having to leave Hofstra because I left. And I had concussions and stuff, too. That was really the big impetus for me to make that move. But... I was there, man, and I and I was proud of that. And it just went through my my fingertips. And then I was doing it again. And it went through I ended up getting hurt on the job. I had a traumatic brain injury in uh, 2009. And yeah, that was crazy. That took me out of the game of music again. So now, as I was telling you, at 47, we Shane and I, I told him, I go, this network has got to be based about hip hop, the bears and football. And that's what we do. And, and we have fun with it. We obviously we have parody music and I sing and make these parody songs about Matt Nagy and Trubisky or whatever it is like nightmares of Matt Nagy with the, uh, what was this? The, what was the name of that band? Nightmares of Matt Nagy. Empty sets on third and uh, three. What is that? <laughs> that, song, that, that song's real big. That song's real big in uh, Trinidad. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure. laughs> TikTok is jamming his ass. TikTok. If you're ever out there, TikTok, please just pick up the phone. What? I don't, I, my wife's like, you could have been Eminem before. She's like, but you never would have met me. You never would have met me. You would have been. I got everything happens for a reason. Right. I was going to say, we you wouldn't know? get you here. Yeah. If you had yeah. that away. And this, and I think you guys provide an excellent service. Uh, I, I, I want to harp on this. The community that you guys have built is something. And it, it's really something. The community, just when you guys talking about, uh, you know, your patron subscriber, who's going to be joining you, unfortunately, with the son that is ill, just, you can get a vibe that these guys really care. Uh, my last thing again, with six degrees of separation, 
Yeah. Guess who? Guess whose close friend was a close friend of Five Dog since you had? Q-tip. Oh my God! Not Sean again. Sean, my boy. Yeah, that's gonna be a good show, man. <laughs> Can't wait to have Sean. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to you, Sean, for bringing this together. Actually, yes, he definitely did. He's a, he's a let good me bro. just keep it a hundred. I love Kenneth Davis. Obviously, Ryan. I'm just you. meeting you tonight. You know, and I appreciate it to come on here with my partner, Shane, we have a blast. And Kenneth, when you came on the show, true story, it's like, I didn't want the conversation to end, but we had another guest and it was like, we had Rashid Davis. We had both Davises on that night. I remember. And it was like, Kenneth, I was just so vibing with in regards to Matt Nagy, because we see everything the same. And, and, and that's where we we keep it a hundred. That's that's the whole premise of the show. We take on all the narratives and all of the drama, and we kind of just say what what the truth sure. is. And I think that's what no matter whether whether resonate. it's hard to sometimes yeah. the truth is hard to say. I've, I've messed up and Especially made mistakes. Yeah. yeah, a Bears fan or a father, husband. We talk mm, about it all. Are, I mean, I was are. talking about I shave my legs. You know, I, I don't do it with a straight edge razor. We are sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped. So I was oh. saying I take that Manscaped thing. I'm not just trying to promo them here. I'm just telling you, like, there's no I because Claudio, our moderator, he's like, I can't believe you told everyone. I go. I don't give a shit. It's like, <laughs> this is my truth. Like, I'm going to hide from anything. That's, it's just not, I, I do the tape just like we do the show. We try to keep it a hundred on every level. I think there's only been one or two times where we kind of held back from saying something only because of the effect it might have on somebody's family. Yeah. That's the only, yeah. Yeah, we, we do have some morals. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, there's, there's a couple in there. They're they're buried down deep. But we'll have to have you. Got to keep a, a couple of healthy restrictions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ryan, you'll have to follow me. I'm only on. I only do Facebook and Instagram. That's a whole nother story. But so you'll have to. If you do Instagram, give me a follow. We'll have to get you guys on. Bring your show on our show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. I, I, you know, I love you. I met you through Sean Sierra, Back and up, he's a brother. Kenneth too. just wants that next intro that we do up for oh, yeah. one of those special intros. I, I got to get one for my own show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, you listen, can always I, play I your you intro. Was, I think you inspire Ivan to make one on Sean and Maya for me, to be yeah. honest with you. <laughs> but nothing tops, nothing. And listen, I showed the old lady that last week. She was like, yeah. she was like that's, that's nice right there. That was yeah. nice. I was like, you got to, ch- I was like, you got to check these guys out. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because I tell everybody about you all. I all right. It, Love it. I tell you. everybody about you all uh, because I didn't know, you know what I'm saying? And so I want other people to know. Uh, but outside of just the content being top notch, but like I said, the camaraderie. Yeah. Uh, is a thing that I want to harp on because just coming on your show once, I felt a great sense of camaraderie, and I think we all know we all need a bit more of that uh, right now. And I that's 
that was that's what I really said. So I, I definitely appreciate it. Um, I'm happy that this dick because I I've just been slacking with actually me me and Ryan have been slacking with uh, booking guests because things have just been so busy. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm happy this happened because just to get to get the the ship rolling again to have you two uh, gentlemen on has been fantastic, and also just have another time to talk to Shane. Uh, man, you guys keep it up. Uh, I don't have to tell you that. Um, and I'm not even just saying this because you're here. I think, and I've only, you know, I've, I've, I've only known you briefly, but I think y'all affect people, you know, like that's the thing in a positive manner. Like, yeah. you know, from being doing sports and stuff like people need that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Where, because uh, one thing too is this, and I think you guys get this. Definitely. You want to be accurate with the information that you're passing about, yep. but also you better entertain me and make me laugh. Yes. All right. Cause I don't like, uh, I need, you better bring something here. Like that anytime oh, yeah. that I've been done anything on radio or whatever. Yeah. It's cool to have all the stats and everything like that. Exactly. But if you don't bring some levity to the situation, why am I going to hang out with you? Cause this is basically, and that's one thing with, with when, when you're watching that you're getting, you're breaking down X's and O's, but people are hanging out with you for the music, for the jokes, for the football uh, IQ stuff. It's just, so that's one oh, thing I want to just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hip hop legendary. You know, yeah, uh, I but, wish. Yeah, I wish I could go back, but we go forward. We will drop a new hip hop track. I did hire and sign on our network a musical producer and my boy Cool Kennedy. I gotta shout him out on your show. Amazing. This amazing. dude is a talent and a friend. I just. I don't know. I'm living in a different dreamland. I told my wife, I go, I've met some great, like I would go give my kidney for people in this. And, and that's you too, Kenneth. I, I appreciate, I appreciate your kind I words. Feel, I, feel, I believe it's genuine and it's right back at you, bro. Um, it is you can feel it. Yeah, it's definitely. I, I, ironically, I used to want be like, damn, man, does Phil not like me? Because why am I not getting these interviews with Sean with Phil on there? Right. I'm like, where the hell is Phil at? Right? It, like, listen, because with me from having shows, I'm like, is that man's show? And I'm not dissing Sean. Sean's my guy. I'm telling right, you, like, right. my guy, guy. But it, it was like, damn, I want to be back on there with Phil. So when you first hit me up, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm, I was we was vibing. I was like, I thought we was yeah. vibing. Right. Yeah. yeah, I called him the former Buffalo Bill running back, Kenneth Listen, Davis. I thought when he left <laughs> Buffalo, what, where did he go to the Jags or the Car- he went to Car- I think the Jags. I thought he was gonna do something, and it was just yeah, it was those years behind Thurman Thomas. It, just, it took everything up out of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I used to watch it like yeah, that's, that's twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. 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 My dad, me and my dad. Sit there and be like, yeah, they go your cousin, right? Like that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I never forget that, man. Good little, good little change of pace back, but when he got the full workload, yeah. no, no, no. that's different that's, world, a, that's a different job classification. Is the right. elite runner? That's what we have in Chicago. Those haters get at me. I'm fine with it. I like a good debate, and I, 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 I do know that I, the one thing I do know is this game of football because I love it so, so very much that I have to, I, I can't shut my mouth. As Shane knows, he gets me. I'm like his junkyard dog. Did you hear what Kenneth said? <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. It's the only time I get to talk, Kenneth. It wasn't that <laughs> no, I'm ready fine. to it's take fine. on Adam Johns. I'm ready to take on all these guys. Yeah, I'm like, come That's on. the best I'm part about it. We don't, we don't listen. We, we yeah, do just, it because, we, yeah, we, we love We've built the base of what we've done because of interactions like that. We're not going to, you know, 
we love Kenneth Davis. That doesn't mean that we can't disagree with you on something, right. you know, and there's exactly. so many and people that doing it, just want to blow sunshine and rainbows up the other guy. Uh, keep it honey. Keep it. Yeah. It doesn't work exactly. that way, man. It doesn't work that way. And the, the, the listeners was, they'll see right through it. I was on another show and they had a guest on the show and you talk about David Montgomery and I just, and it was so wrong. I can't help. I I'm not going to, Yeah. I'm going to let down every voice that I've, you know, mm-hmm. curated to understand why if I don't do, you know, say something in that moment, it's right. it, it's just embedded in me as a coach that I'm never going to allow someone to write a false narrative on somebody who's busting their ass and doing it the right way. That's why I have no qualms calling out some of these media types that stick their nose up in the air and say, I'm not going to go on with Phil and Shane because I'm afraid like Jeff Dickerson. I, I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any respect for that. That's the truth. That's the truth. So he's not the only one. <laughs> so, uh, I, hey, I'm I, here. Hey, I'm in the city guys. Relax. <laughs> I'm in the, all right. I'm in the city. I'm okay. waiting for Adam to come. Adam Hogue, true story real quick. I'm covering the bears for bears wire at the time down in New England. And that's a whole nother story. Shane, we'll tell that one another time, but my phone, I had an older phone and it was dying. And I, I recognized Adam. I was so green as grass writing and being around these beat guys. You really get to see the clicks and all the bullshit of how they handle themselves. Adam, was a hundred percent class. He said, I go, Hey, my phone's dying. Do you mind if I borrow you? Absolutely. Came over. My wife was with me. He plugged in my phone to his charger. It, those little things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He showed yeah. the kind of means integri- a lot. integrity and class. And then as I was saying earlier, I kind of, uh, I think Ryan asked a question at that point. I wanted to say Adam was the one who held coach Nagy's feet to the fire about that whole eye formation. Well, coach, you're averaging eight yards per play within the eye. Why would you then say that you don't come in? So that's the kind of stuff I know I speak for a fan base that's smarter than Matt Nagy, George McCaskey, Ted Phillips, and Ryan Pace believe they are. So when you come out there condescending to them as Yes, the meatballs might be calling the radio station, but there's 750,000 other people that say, why am I going to call the radio station? I'm so fed up. That's who I'm speaking for when I do a show or I confront some of these guys. So that's really where we are. And I honestly, I know I talk a lot, but Shane, I can't thank this guy enough for, you know, always he was the one who pushed me. You got to do the music, man. That's your talent, man. That makes us different. So every every great team has great players surrounding the great players. Every great organization has smarter guys 
And it doesn't and, make him a shitty quarterback, Kenneth Mac Jones. Listen, make sure you follow Shane right now till he gets his Twitter back. At the, I don't think it's ever going to happen. TTNL Network, Tape Never Last Network. You heard Phil. You can find him on Facebook, but on Instagram, you check him out and his lovely family at Phil underscore Otoshin. Listen, you guys, I definitely appreciate it. Love to you guys. Be safe out here. Uh, one thing, too, I'll say this, and I think it's what you were you were getting to. Um, you treat everybody the same, yep. regardless of if they're, they're, they're somebody at the top or somebody that someone else views as being at the bottom. Uh, you treat everybody the same. And I, you try to remember that uh, even if sometimes you, you, you get a little smoke blown up your hoo-ha, you got to remember to calm yourself back down exactly. and that you're, you're a human being and you treat everybody the way that you want to be treated. And I think that's part of the, what you were trying to get into because I know that's kind of how I try to move uh, and work as far as, man, I, so many people have, have done so many things for me. Um, you always have to do, do things for other people or why the hell did somebody do it for you in the first place? Exactly. You know, so. That that's the thing that I, that's well one of the vibes that I get from you guys, and uh, hopefully some some of the, some of our, our fans will come along, uh, listeners and watchers will come along, and, and definitely follow these guys. You hear the information you're going to get; it's not BS. Um, they're definitely going to be on the show. We're going to we're going to bring them on the show together, but we're going to break them up and let Shane get his his, yeah. his star on. All right, <laughs> let Shane get some get a little bit more shine. Uh, but yeah. you you guys have a terrific evening. Make sure you follow the Take Never Lies Network. All right, go to the Patreon account. I'm probably going to end up doing that. I'll let you know when I do. Let me know. also make sure you watch keeping it a hundred every Wednesday here at central time at seven 30. If you're on the East coast, it's at eight 30. Uh, you're going to be entertained. I mean, also oh, yeah. the production, this, this isn't just some Mamsy Pamsy production. These guys are, are working to, to give you, to give you something to tune into. And We're check known out. for our 13 minute intros to open our show. That's a, <laughs> that's a bone of contention. on YouTube. Kenneth was comments. a star of one of those intros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just so, what, what did he say? He got a bag. He got a brand bag. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I caught you in the show saying it was great. You great. guys, you, you put out you put out a terrific product. And uh, definitely anytime. Listen, anytime you catch me saying something and you disagree, make sure you jump back up on here with me or have me come on yeah. and we can definitely chat it up. Uh, but yeah, I always appreciate about. it. Always appreciate it. Make sure you check out the Tape Never Lies Network and make sure you check out Keeping 100. And me as someone whose father passed uh, two decades ago, it's touching that you do you do a show with your dad. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a big oh, time. Yeah. I love I love seeing that, man. So definitely nothing but health and wealth to all of you guys. And you guys keep it up. But make sure you check them out and follow them. And we appreciate you two gentlemen joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you, Ryan. I know you didn't say much in Arizona, but that's how we like our Arizonans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding.